So this is going to be the rest of the podcast. I'm going to just reiterate what Respawn is typing in chat so that the listeners can understand exactly what's going on. So at the moment, Respawn is gone robot. He's on his mobile while he's joined the podcast. So we're now going through asking him questions and he's now putting the answers in chat. Ah, good, good. Excellent. Yes. Yep. Getting a vehicle. Sounds like a good stable connection when you're getting a vehicle. I heard some sort of robot speaking that sounded like respawn. I know. But it's hard to tell. Some sort of some sort of, you know, vague voice in the distance. Well at least we know that you can't go off on a rant or anything. You'll just kind of just Yeah, you, you won't even need the music this week. It'll just sound like Nothing anyway. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email Two Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two Titans underscore Hunter. Now, on with the show. Hopefully, he's muted himself because he's trying to figure it out. Or he's just going to be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you were traveling, we could have moved this around to a point where you were not traveling. That, that's a thing we could do. It's possible, I promise you. Not really. So this this episode is going to be four hours of uh, of Night Demon reading reading uh, all about the the Vidoc screen. No, no, no. Screenshot no. by screenshot. No, no, no we're the, not. No, we're this not. Is, this is in depth screenshot talk. This is no, analysis, frame by frame, of the Vidoc. That's all it's going to be this week. No, I'm not going to read them and repeat them all again. Promises. No, because I'll explain why. No, I'll explain why. Stop saying lies. I'll explain why we're not going to go through the Vidoc, even though I sent you all the screenshots, okay? Because I don't believe that we're qualified to talk about them. I think that's what the YouTuber's there for. Can you identify everything in those pictures? Because if you can, you've got the floor, my friend. Via chat, I'll just, you know, okay. Respawn says in chat, that he can identify every screenshot that I've sent him, and then he's going to go and explain it all to you. I know it's all Destiny 2 stuff. This is going to get... Yeah, I'm just going to hear with Luke Smith. It's all good. You're watching the Vidoc because you haven't watched the Vidoc, aren't you? Correct. Because I've been out of my house since uh, Thursday, basically. No. The Vidoc came out before Thursday. Then I have no complaints. No, <laughs> no leg to stand on, much like respawn. Yeah, that, that helmet, that helmet on that warlock is still. We have to have a talk. We we have to have a talk, Bungie. I I don't know what you were thinking. So welcome back to Two Titans and a Hunter, where we've discovered that only one of the members has actually watched the Vidoc this week, and the other two are now slightly off camera, off podcasts, watching it so that they can then feed back to you now. Everyone's watched the Vidoc by this point. There's nothing we're going to be able to add to it. Exactly. 
That's why I wasn't going to go the through bigger, it. The, the bigger question is, when are you going to order Shadow Keep so you can play it with the rest of us? <laughs> that's that's the real that's the real conversation we have to have here. That's the real discussion point we need to have is when is Night Demon going to buy the content so he can play the content to talk about the content? Do I still sound like a robot? No, you sound like you're just calling in. Hello, caller. Welcome long to the time, show. Long time listener, <laughs> first time caller. Okay. Um, have so have, you, you, have you, you bought Shadow Keep? Yeah, of course I did. I pre-ordered it, man. Okay, so so two thirds of us, at least, at least the guy who doesn't pay attention to the podcast, has ordered the content for the podcast. So that's, <laughs> I'm not going to say that puts him ahead of Night Demon, but it's it's getting. I think they're kind of on par there. No, ask the caller. Ask the caller how much of the day, how much of the game he's actually played this week. Oh, none of it. I know that. No, I played the game this week. I even played with the uh, with the bourgeoisie and uh, and Detrick and G Dad. I played with a bunch of people this week. So shut your face. No, no, that's that's not a thing that happened at all. I don't believe you. Yeah, it is. The bourgeoisie, the dandy snail, Detrick, G Dad, Andy. We all played this week. Stupid face. You're just making these names up. Matter of fact, not only did I play this week, but I played a bunch of Iron Banner. So you can eat all of the bags with all of the. With no condiments. How about that? You're just making things up. These are not names. These are not people. Mm. Cool. Okay. Look, I'd just like to remind you that there's no profanities on this podcast. So please keep that to a minimum. What are you talking about? I didn't say any profanities. You're a totally viable word. It's it's like in... No, it's, in, not. in... it's not a viable sure word. No, it's not. Sure it is. Yeah, look, I just not in the context that you were using it. You can't use that in the context that you were using it. Have you listened? To, you know, have you ever listened to a call-in show, especially like one of the sports call-in shows, and they're like, "Oh man, the team in the big game—they just really screwed up." You sound like the angry guy, you know, calling from the parking lot of the stadium as you're trying to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> Where in the world is no one responds in real life? <laughs> the world may never know. Right? <laughs> don't, don't make a warlock t- take a selfie in that in that helmet. What bungee? Bungee, come on now. What what's going on here? What's what's on what's first on the agenda? I can't really read at the moment. You can't read. There, well, there is some, there's no agenda. This week at Bungie, aren't you, Parody? Well, I can't read safely. How about well, that? No, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> just we'll just have, we'll just have the car crash sound at some point in the podcast, and then we'll know there'll be no more respawn. We'll just cut you off for the rest of it, and uh, that'll be the end of you. <laughs> I mute the mic, and there's going to be an awkward silence, and you just put in a car crash noise. <laughs> exactly. I don't think this can go wrong. Um, so yeah, panoramics. This is guaranteed 100% going to be our shortest <laughs> podcast ever. This is going to be an okay. hour, at least. Just an hour. We're going to get through uh, this in an hour. Okay, we're marking this. It is, it is Sunday, the 22nd of the good year of 2019. It is 3.19 p.m. frozen standard time, which is EST, Eastern Time in the U.S., so we are starting this at basically about three. We'll call it three twenty p.m. So by four twenty, we'll be done with the podcast. And if we're not done, I'm just going to hit done on the keyboard, and that's it. It's ended. Wherever yep. we are, it's ended. And everyone who has to listen to respawn this week, please let him know to be on a real connection if he's going to join us, because he sounds like the angry guy in his parking lot on the cell phone. It sounds horrible. I'm trying, man, but I'm on T-Mobile and I'm driving through Daytona. What do you want from me? To be home on a wired connection with the glorious bits and bandwidth we have here in America. 
Well, I will be home by the end of the before the end of the podcast. In about thirty minutes, I will be home, and I won't sound like an angry caller coming in to complain about the podcast. And somebody else did on freaking Instagram. You know who you are. It was thirty <clears throat> minutes ago. Ten minutes ago, Turkish. I don't know what's happening, but last week Destiny gave us a hotfix that we teased. But then they added more to the hotfix that they didn't tease us with. So in addition to removing the uh, all the negative modifiers from Reckoning in 2.5.2.3, all the annual pass content is now free for all Forsaken for all Forsaken players of Destiny 2. And really, we're all Forsaken Destiny 2 players. So what hearts. does that mean technically then, Parody? That means you get to play the Season of the Drifter, you get the Black Armory, and you get the Season of Opulence, Menagerie, all the goodness. And it that's becomes... only if you bought the Forsaken at the beginning of the year, but didn't yeah. progress by the end of the pass. Yeah, as long as you have Forsaken, or or you can go buy Forsaken now, the rest of it's free to you. So the annual pass content is free to everybody who bought Forsaken. So if you didn't throw down for the annual pass for that, now you have it. It's in your life. It's in your world. Go go enjoy it. Go play it. Go beat yourself over the head trying to unlock Forges. So this week at Bungie, they didn't really kind of give us any more details about from what they want us to do for the world's first raid, do they, Parody? Not really. Only um, they did point out the big show says they're not belts. They're actually titles. But since titles are in the game, they're still going to call them belts. The things they give out to the folks and contest mode will be in effect for the first 24 hours, just like the crown of sorrow world first. So while contest is active, players will be have players will face an enforced challenge throughout the raid power beyond a certain level will no longer provide an additional advantage. So an example for the first fight, the power above 890 doesn't provide an advantage. And for the final fight, Anything above 920 doesn't provide an advantage. So basically, if you're going for a world's first, grind up to 920, grinding up any higher than that for, for the world's first day one won't do you any good because they're going to cap your power at 920 no matter what power level you're actually at. Now, after the first 24 hours ends, they'll disable the contest mode, and then if you're above 920, you can take advantage of that newfound power to go back into the raid and lay waste to everyone. And they go on to say, you know, they, you know again, the very they, they say the gist of this is the final six players on the winning fire team to finish the activity will receive a belt. The first fire team to complete the raid and return to orbit will be declared the winner. Unlike in previous raids, the winning team won't receive an exotic from the final encounter, so don't rely on your loot stream to tell you who may have won. They'll check the data before they, you know, announce a absolute winner and crown that person. So don't look at your loot stream. It's not going to be an exotic dropping. It's going to be, you know, whatever they say, who finishes and gets it back to orbit and whoever's in the final fire team. So if you do the first seven hours, and you have to go, and someone takes your place, and they finish first, if you had to go, sorry, you didn't stick it out. You don't get their uh, their their lovely belt, and the big show doesn't shake your hand and give you a giant hug, and you don't get this lovely emblem for being first. So you get, there's two emblems, isn't there, that's going to be available. There's going to be a green one that's got kind of a garden symbol on the square of it. There is, and, and if if you finish any time in the first twenty four hours, you'll get that one. And then they have the sort of puzzle piece, you know, pixely one with lots of blocks. It looks very vault glassy to me. Which it looks like a bathroom tile set. It does. It, 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 it looks like the shower room, and that's what's on the wall. Yeah, we we know what the Vex bathrooms look like now, confirmed. Yes. <laughs> so, and that one you'll get just for completing the raid. It says at your leisure. So I assume if you complete the raid at all at any point. They'll, they will give you this one. So two elements to go after. The nice one and the bathroom tile one. So this 12 really was kind of set up for those kind of people that were 
or looking to be world's first or going to set up their own kind of raid teams and have a go at doing it in the first 24 hours. So there wasn't really much it was. to kind of go on this week, was there? Yeah, it, it, that was really the gist of it. And then they, they're they fixing the uh, inability to apply things again. So they got into a little bit of detail. In, in two fi- update 250, they did fix the, you know, being unable to apply mods and shaders and things. Well, they're fixing it again in Shadowkeep. And they went into, you know, a long in-depth discussion that I will shorten here by saying, basically, there were two security features that were causing this bug to happen. The first one was caused by cursor movement movement detection. So basically, if you started to apply a shader or do an action and you moved your, your cursor at all, it would cancel that action. You know, their, their thought being, if you go to apply a shader and then move your cursor around and didn't want to do that or something changed on your character screen and now to apply a different mod or different shader, they didn't want that to happen. So... In 2.5.0, they took that away. So basically, as long as your cursor doesn't move off the thing you're trying to apply, it should still apply. Well, that fixed half the issue for people. The other security issue they're having, I'm sorry, security feature they had that led to the bug was when you're going to apply a mod and something changes on your character screen, it would cancel that activity. Now, that could be literally anything. And one of the examples they give is if you're sitting in orbit and your clan receives XP and you get that XP update notification that counts as a quote change to your character screen. So it would cancel the thing you're trying to do, the mod you're trying to apply, the shader you're trying to do any change in the background to your character screen. And they go on to say, there's a lot of things that can change. Even if you're sitting in orbit, not actively doing anything. So basically they're, they're making a change to that in the shadow keep release. That should hopefully fix our bug now for the second time. When shadow keep comes out too much on the Xbox, but I did hear on another podcast this week that it seems to be, still unfixed on pc so this is probably what they're talking about with yeah i've seen a little bit i've seen a little bit trying to apply trying to put things into the chalice and into the uh the record the synthesizer for the reckoning sometimes it just will not take my little like it works again it works like half the time but then yeah sometimes it just will not take the thing i'm trying to do i haven't noticed as much with mods and shaders but i've noticed it trying to put slot things at the chalice or do the the drifter synthesizer thing so again hopefully again bungie has a much longer detailed in Description if you want to read all that. We're not getting into all that. Basically, they fixed part of it. They're going to hopefully fix the rest of it come Shadow Keep. We'll see if it happens. And then we have a whole bunch of stuff for uh, PC folks, which we're going to skip entirely because we don't care about them. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, update 2.6.0 is going to give you your, again, this is when we all migrate over to uh, Steam from Battle.net. Oh, is this your um, patch note preview? It is. It is the patch note preview. You need to say, cue the music, and I'll. You know, I'm sorry. Sorry. This is a parody's patch note preview. Night Demon, please cue the music. He goes, look for the record, put the record on, lay the needle down. All right, now we're good. We were preparing for launch and update 2.6.0. On October 1st, when Destiny 2 goes offline for maintenance, PC players who have linked their Steam account to their Bungie profile will automatically have their Guardians and Silver transferred from Battle.net to Steam. Automatically. Once the maintenance completes, PC players will be able to launch Destiny 2 on Steam and immediately their access their Guardians and Silver. Everyone on PC, listen up. However, migrated PC players should be aware that there will be a delay in the transfer of their Destiny 2 Forsaken license from Battle.net to Steam. So after the launch of Shadowkeep, Forsaken license transfers for PC players will continue in the background until they are complete. So you don't have to do anything but you may not have access and probably will not have access to shadow to I'm sorry to forsaken activities right the moment shadow keep launches. So you can still play destiny 2. Do they give like a window 
Are we talking hours? Are we talking For example, the activities not available is your Forsaken campaign missions, your Forsaken quest content, the Last Raid Wish, and the Shattered Throne dungeon. Now, you will be able to play Gambit playlist activities, Forsaken Strikes and Strike playlists, all the Forsaken maps and Crucible activities, and also the patrols on the Tangled Shore and the patrols in the Dreaming City destinations. For information on maintenance times, when they become available, players should follow the Bungie Help on Twitter or go to the help.bungie.net page. They don't have... It's basically, they're running all the stuff in the background. They don't say exactly when it'll be done. It's basically, they're dumping all your content over. Whatever order in the queue you're in, that's when it finishes. What I find interesting about that is that we're currently on a week three Shattered Throne um, for the Dreaming City this week. Next week is the week before um, Shadow Keep goes live, so it'd be the first week. And then Shadow Keep goes live, and that'd be the second week of the curse. So it's interesting right. that they've put this Shattered Throne dungeon, which should technically be the second week. So right. They put that in there. And I wonder, is that as a just in case? It just has a CYA move of, you know, this could take a while and there may still be, you know, it sounds like, again, there may still be some issues people have with moving their game from an entire one entire platform to another entirely different platform. Yeah. So I, I wonder how much of this, yeah, just to cover themselves, how much of this is, you know, we have however many tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of PC players. It's going to take a while to move this content over, you know, whatever, whatever process they're doing in the background between Blizzard and Steam, it may take a while. So the moral so of again, this story is play on PlayStation or Xbox for the first week or two. Exactly. Or just <laughs> don't, don't do, you know. I, I can't unless you're playing through with a friend. I can't believe if you haven't finished the you know the Forsaken quests or the Forsaken campaigns yet. You can't you know unless you're trying to do the last raid, the last wish raid day one on PC. I don't see this being a huge issue, but it, again, they do call it out in big bold letters. Hey, this you know all the new Shadow Keep will be available, but your Forsaken content won't be the moment the game releases on the PC side. And then they go on to also talk about. You know, if you have any sort of uh, codes for uh, silver or anything on Battle.net, you need to redeem those before October 1st because then you get migrated to Steam and none of that will be any good anymore. So on October 1st, you know, when 2.6.0 rolls out, any players who have not completed any part of their Forsaken campaigns will have their progress toward the campaign reset. So, for example, if you've not completed your Forsaken campaign, you will have to restart the campaign after October 1st. So, again, if you're for any reason, part, part of the way through a campaign on any character or anything, finish that before October or you're going to have to start it from scratch again. If you aren't that far into it, don't worry about it. None of the campaigns are very long. But I, I'm guessing that's a level set for New Light. When it comes out, they're just saying, we're not going to try to figure out where everybody is. They're either going to say you're done with it or you're not done with it. We're not keeping your partially oh, completed yeah. Yeah, that makes process. Sense. Just one, you know, one less thing to keep track of across however many millions of players they have in the Destiny 2 world. And before we go too far in, uh, that's the end of the patch note preview. But nice. I do want to want to highlight one big thing that did come in late as as we talked about offline before the show. Uh, the Yotun, there's an issue with the Yotun doing stupid amounts of damage in you know to everything, melting raid bosses, melting everything else. They are disabling the Yotun for the Garden of Salvation. So world's first, you will not be able to use Yotun. It will not be available to use for that so that you know know, they're going to fix that bug in a future update but for now they're taking that out of world first you can play with yotun till now you can play with your yotun to level level up content but you can't use it in the garden of salvation raid when it drops i believe that you were telling me that glad and a couple of other people have gone off and done all the raids and melted the bosses with the yotuns haven't they oh i'm sure 
I know. I think I saw a tweet from him going, this is a good idea. And also, let's all go melt everything before then. I was going to say, I watched the Cheese Forever video on how to do it. And he explained that it works better on PC because of the um, frames. Apparently, because if you've got more frames, it gives you up to five times damage, which is where they're actually being able to do the stupid amount of damage to the raid bosses. Yeah, that's what I saw on the console. You're, you know, it's doing like two or three X damage. But yeah, on the PC, it's doing like five or seven or eight times the amount, the amount of damage. So multiply that by, you know, five or six people with that thing. You're just melting through everything in no time. So it was good to see that, you know, again, I don't remember, I think it was Eroar I saw was the first person to, to mention the video and maybe Chief, you know, I don't, I don't know who found it first, but it's yeah. good to see people finding it and publicizing it and putting it out there before the raid race, before Bungie can, you know, so Bungie can do something about it. So we're not sitting here going, oh, look, everyone's just melting everything with the Yotun and uh, getting through it. And the people who don't happen to know are at a severe disadvantage. So I'm sorry, Frozen Clan, we will not be uh, successful in our first day one raid race as we will not have Yotuns. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the, the news and information, DMG has said again that they now have the ability to do double and triple rewards for the menagerie going forward. So maybe like they were alluding to, like we've got the triple and double Valor weekends for Crucible. They're going to possibly do that with the menagerie going forward. And, and it's on right now until Shadowkeep drops. So go get your, what, four. We're, up to, we're up to four drops. So yeah. whatever you slot into the chalice, you will get four of them. They and if you've four, got a fully be... masterwork chalice, I believe one of the nodes gives you two drops possibly sometimes. So you can get up to five drops. Yeah. So you can get a whole pile of fixed odds that are all terrible or the world's worst collections of all stringers, all sorts of things. You say that, but I've got a cool video later. That might help Ooh. change your mind about the ore stringer. Yeah. And honestly, even if they are terrible, that's just tons of materials you can farm now for running through a menagerie. Yes, yes it is. So lots of shards, lots of glimmer, lots of weapon parts. Good times. Also, DMG says all of the weapon buff numbers that you see listed in the TWAB last week against the minor enemies will be counteracted by the global nerfs to the enemy damage. And he's commented on Reddit for that. And... Finally, apologies for the delay. They had a snag last week with getting the emblem that we all kind of... you remember that? We, we all got an emblem for doing something a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Anyway, no, we you know you forgot about that. They have forgot about... No, I mean, they haven't forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> Once they know what they're doing, they'll let us know what they're doing and how we're going to get it. I'm sorry. Once they know what they're yes. doing... Once they, once they know what Correct. they're doing, there's, there's just so much to with that. I'm going to respond. We have top men working on it. Yes. Top men. No, 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 no. They have top men and women all working on it. Shadowkeep, Shadowkeep has ground to a halt. Oh, jeez. So, oh, Jesus. Cosmo, you've, where's this come from? Cosmo, why are you doing all of this? Because uh, Cosmo, don't yell at me. Yell at yell the Destiny Roundup for putting all this in here that I didn't have to go fishing through all the forums to find. It's not my so fault parody. they said things. Parody, tell us what Cosmo is saying about the Raid Revive system. So he's saying, when D2 launched, you had a short window to pick someone up or you wiped. This virtually eliminated the hero moments because you quickly failed if you didn't pick somebody up who wandered off and got murdered. So once you were out of tokens and had a guardian down, your fate was sealed. 
One of the main goals of that system was to encourage teams to revive their teammates because they felt so bad to sit around in the dead box, not contributing. We got a lot of feedback about this and have added a change to the two and a half minute pool of time. So as long as you are diligent about revolving, as long as you're diligent about reviving your allies, you should have a decent amount of time in the end for the remnants of your fire team to be an encounter in spectacular fashion. So basically they're giving you more time when someone's dead. Cause I remember in destiny one, you, you could, you know, take a boss down. You had two, you know, your four guys, three, you know, four people, three people, two people, one person left. You maybe get that clutch win. The way the raids are with such a quick timeout is if someone's dead, you're screwed. You don't have the time to try to, you know, pour that last little bit of DPS into the boss. Uh, They're giving yeah, you yeah, more time for that. So, so you know, so now they're giving you that moment. So rather than rush to try and one person and then that resets the timer kind of thing, they're going to review that, are they? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, they're, they're giving you two yeah, and a half minutes when somebody goes down. So they don't want people to spend time in the death box, right? But if they didn't want people to spend time in the death box, then don't give us revive tokens. Just let us revive. Give us a revive timer. That way we can't just immediately revive them, you know, kind of like a nightfall kind of thing, because there's still a penalty, right? You're still a man down until his right. timer's up. But these whole revive tokens, I hate the fact that they introduced that and that needs yeah. to go. Yeah, because weren't those only in the prestige versions in Destiny 1? Like if you just played a regular raid, you could revive people all day, every day, as long as yeah. you could stay alive and not fail the encounter. But yeah, the prestige, then you had no, the tokens. No, you could revive, could yeah. you? You didn't have oh, in Destiny oh, One. Oh, wait. No, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And the proceed you couldn't revive at all. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then the end, they added. Yeah, and yeah. in normal, you, you can see how. Yeah, you can see how much rating I do in D2. Yeah, I forgot. So yeah, the tokens. Yeah, so basically they're giving you two and a half minutes now. So if you're close to the end of an encounter, maybe you can still finish that encounter, or you know, kill off the ads you're trying to kill off, then go over and grab your buddy. No, they're going to make time runs out. It's just more of a change to the two thirty pool time. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Anyway, they're, they're changing the time. They're listening to you. Keep yelling at them on the forums. You know, it's something they're looking at. Okay. And um, he's also said there's a lot of people asking about a character editor. Remember way back, way back when you created your character and then put a helmet on them and never saw the character again? Well, people are asking for a character creator, so they're looking into, you know, putting that into the game so you can actually change how your character looks periodically. Well, as Respawn's in the car and Night Demon can't get a word out without being a robot, I'm going to close the show now. Thank you for joining. <laughs> so, uh, one more thing. So, on the Forsaken Broke a Lot of Bones statement, which I'm not sure where it came from, but this is a Reddit link that uh, uh, Cosmo referred to. I wouldn't say that breaking bones is a negative thing. It's more a reference to making deep changes to the game that affects a lot of things that usually require a lot of work under the hood. Adjusting the weapon slots in Forsaken was, quote, breaking bones of loadout creation, but I think hope that most players would agree it was a positive change. And uh, the team's also being aware, the team is aware on the feedback on the boss stomps, nothing to confirm, but it's not being ignored. And he's let the teams know that players would like the Warlock melee speed to be increased to match the other classes. No Warlocks. Titans went through Destiny 1 with tiny little T-Rex arms. We could punch you, but only if you were right next to us. You're going to have to, you know, Take your time to get your melees out. Grab your arc buddy. Let your arc buddy do the work instead. That's what you get. Titans had to suffer with T-Rex arms through Destiny 1. You have to suffer with slow melees through Destiny 2. You're, you're, you're warlocks. You're mages. Why are you punching things? I was going to say an additional piece of information that's come out, and you pointed us to a Twitter link parody, that on the Destiny 2 Shadowkeep roadmap, there was an exotic quest for Divinity, and then it was changed 
to the exotic quest for the xenophage but they didn't kind of come out and say it was just kind of altered on the artwork wasn't it and i think when we went over the roadmap yeah we went over the roadmap last week they yeah you i think you spotted the change and i saw someone on the reddit also pointing out that hey you made the change that bungie is claiming was the wrong artwork used we're not trying to deceive you we just put the wrong artwork in there so we've lost the or not lost but the it was the the trace rifle yeah the not there anymore and then what's the new i can't remember which which gun the new one is it's so the old one the divinity was the trace rifle that when you pinpointed a crit spot it did more damage for people that were shooting the crit spot and they've changed it to the i think it's the heavy machine gun that's got the bug in it that we've talked about previously that apparently it's a really slow firing machine gun but it only like two shots and it will take down a guardian in pvp so oh yeah the bug meaning like the insect bug not the it's broken bug yes sorry the this is a point of, point of clarification. I mean, why are you restricting yourself to a world of air? Why can't it be the insect bug and its yeah, broken bug? Very true. It I could mean, be both. You never know. Anyway, right? could have all the above inside of it. So the quests have changed. We don't know when the divinity's coming, where it's going to drop, if there's going to be a quest. They've changed it. Yep. And, and I know people, I, I did run across a thread that, of course, I didn't grab the link to because that would have been smart of me where people were saying, oh, it's obviously the Raid Exotic now. It's like, no, no, it's not the Raid Exotic because it's, someone was saying because it's tied to like one of the Triumphs that, or you know not tied to the Triumph or something like that. So they're like, we only get to Raid Exotic because probably something else are going to come out in another quest line or something else. But, eh. So, for our main topic of the week, we we should be talking about the Vidoc that they released on Tuesday, Wednesday, which went over, it was like a, developer insight into Shadowkeep and the next five years of Destiny. And I thought, no, we're not going to talk too much about it because there are YouTubers out there that have done a, f- a full breakdown of each um, screenshot that they've grabbed from it and they're talking detail about it. But I thought maybe we can talk about a few of the pictures that I took and shared Hold with it. <laughs> We weren't going to dissect the whole uh, Vidoc for people to listen to us talk about it because we don't know that much about it. But the YouTubers seem to know a hell of a lot more than we do by just looking at it. And I think some of them have been away to Bungie and can reiterate a little bit more or explain a little bit more. Because I've, what I found was interesting is I watched the Houndish video where he, the first picture that I'm, we're going to talk about, which is like a Vex and Taken kind of looking thing. So if you... If you're watching the video or you're the Vidoc, you can kind of see these Vex cubes that you have to shoot. And there's a Vex plate on the ground. And then there's a portal and there's Taken. And what I found interesting was that Houndish said, oh, this is from the Festering Core, which is on IO, which is one of the new strikes. I'm thinking, where does it say that on the video? See, I don't know that by looking at it, but he seems to know it is. So... I would recommend going watching the Houndish video, which I'll link in the show notes. But again, I took a couple of the pictures and I shared them in our band chat so that we could, you know, have a look at them. And there was an interesting one, which is the second picture, which was the tanks all destroying one of the Shriekers. And there was about three or four tanks on the moon and they were just firing all their rockets off at all the different um, things that were going off in the background. Then there was an ogre, which looked to be like 
I don't know what do you reckon it was parody. It looks really strange, doesn't it? But it's on the Arcology in um, yeah, Titan. Titan. It looks like it looks like an yeah. ogre with a headache. He's got like <laughs> it almost looks like like either solar damage or something like growing out of him. Maybe Siva growing out of him or something. It's like he's yeah he's been infected by something. What I found interesting was that one of the podcasts I was listening to or a, a YouTube video that I was watching said about the nightmares or the nightmare hunts or mm. the nightmares that, that are going to be in Shadowkeep are now in strikes that we actually run today, like for this Forsaken and um, the whole Destiny 2 strikes. So any previous strikes, these enemies might pop up in the middle of it. So you will have to deal with those. There's like uh, enemies that with the um, the barriers that we talked about last week with the artifact that you can unlock certain mods that you can put on your equipment that will then do damage or extra damage to these um, shielded um, enemies. And they'll be turning up into the strikes and the nightfalls that we do, which is quite interesting. Do we think any of this, like, you know, the last couple of times they've done big content drops, like we've seen, we've seen sort of little teases. Like we saw some of the, the forge bosses just out in the world before the forge and the black armory dropped. And when they did the was it rise of iron, and they had the the fallen guys drop in, and the the big well, I can't remember what they were called. The bosses drop in like right before that that release came out. Think, think yeah, we'll I mean, any, anything sort of change into the world before Shadowkeep, or do you think they're keeping all that close to the vest and dropping when Shadowkeep releases? Possibly. I mean, well, they're probably keeping it close to the vest because they want to. They don't want to give away too too much. You got to save something for for the wow factor, I guess. I think they they did it a lot more in Destiny One, didn't they? When they had the wolves prowling for the House of Wolves drop. Yeah, I can't remember. But, but yeah, but yeah. Point being, in D One, you know, we had sort of a little tease of the next season's content yeah, in the did. game before it came out. Events, didn't you? Yeah, the, you, yeah. You sort of see pop up on Reddit or a video where someone be like, "Hey, this guy now showed up on 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 our, on the EDZ, and you know he must be something." You know, here's a here's what looks like a big forge angry raid boss that, you know, cause it would drop it at, at a much higher level. So it was sort of like a mini, like a mini world boss dropping cause it would drop in at a higher level than anybody was in the game. Cause it was for the new content that hadn't released yet. So it was sort of a big struggle to, to bring this thing down. It was sort of an exciting thing to just drop it in the game randomly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did like that. It was such a high level because when you weren't caught up to that level and then this boss just kind of spawns in on top of you. Mm-hmm. Now what you were trying to do now becomes infinitely more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you have something that's just going to one shot you that just kind of came in on a dropship and is now eating your entire fire team alive. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're sitting here like the big, the big cabal dude. You're trying to sit here and you know do this, do this public event on the EDZ, and it's like you're getting one shot by an angry cabal guy from behind you. You're going, what, do, 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 what, what, why are you here? What happened? I'm over here trying to kill these guys, and you're over here just blowing me up one shot. Come on now. Be cool. Be cool. So the next picture, uh, if you're looking at it, is the, it's got kind of a red haze over it. The red, the red wedding, yes. Yeah. And what I found quite interesting about this picture is if you kind of look at it, it looks like the steps that led that led up to the door for Crota. So with the Crota raid that we had in Destiny 1, you had these steps that you had to go up or you had to fight to get to the steps and then this door opened. But either side were these kind of columns and it looks very similar to how that was, but it looks like a nightmare kind of world. Yeah. Would you agree, guys? Yeah, I was I was thinking it looked like Court of Orcs, but yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, I do sort of I remember I sort of forgotten that room entirely. But now, 
was it Crota or was it like King's Fall or something that you had to do the you had to cross the bridge. So if guy. you imagine oh, the bridge okay, okay. is at oh, the yeah, front the here that you had to oh, yeah, do the knight, okay. grab the sword to create the bridge, you had to then run across. Are you talking the about the bridge that most people were kind of skipping across? Yeah. Yeah, to yeah that one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was thinking if about If you the... remember, there was kind of a set of steps up the back end that you had to then go, you had to wait for the doors to open. But either yeah. side of that, there was kind of these two columns that you could kind of, you could, I think you could hide in one of them. Or hide yeah. slightly yeah. to the side. Not not in one of them, but you could you could hide to avoid the ogres yeah. that were trying to wreck. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about the. I think that's the first that first room in Kingfall where you had to like break into two teams and go left and right and kill a guy and bring a ball back to the middle of the room to to like unlock that door. I was thinking it was that room, but yeah, no, now I remember the the one in Crota after the bridge. Yeah, I think you're right. It it does have a very yeah a very nightmarey tinge. I guess red. We're going back to a red world, like in the world of Siva. Everything turns red. Nightmare means red now, guys. Now we know. The next shot is two guardians clashing with swords, which we then learned this week was one of the exotic emotes that you get from the battle pass. Also, watch the YouTube video of the podcast this week, and we will have these pictures in there so you know what we're talking about. Don't listen. Watch the YouTube version. So the next shot is a is a shot of the moon but you can see the fallen catch that's in the back from tanix the tanix strike that we had on destiny one that was interesting and now we get to my favorite one stupid warlock mask guy no but we're talking about the nightmare so in one of the shots we've got eris who's going to be the protagonist <laughs> he said, no we're not talking about stupid warlock guy no, and then, and then he refers to eris which is the shot of the stupid warlock mask. Yes, we're not talking about the stupid warlock. We're talking about the nightmares. But we really should around. talk about the stupid warlock mask. No, we haven't that got thing time. Needs to be talked we about. haven't got time. Right. We got as much time as we want when you're on the podcast. No, we're sticking to an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. People. This is gonna be this is gonna be edited to an hour. It's an hour show. Right. But just inside the edit, we need to mention how this square somehow fits on Steve's head. Right, so I'm just saying <laughs> it, it went through the round peg. It was fine. Steve was happy. So moving on to the next picture that we took. That doesn't look like a happy face. That looks like a what the hell did I do to get here? Moving face. on to the next picture, we have what the hell did I do to get here? Face. We have huh? guardians crossing a bridge. What the hell did I do to get here? Face. We've got Is guardians it? crossing a bridge, <laughs> and it looks very reminiscent of the bridge that you have to form to go into the shadow realm or the the Crota's, um throne world. Do you remember? We had yeah. to kind of stand. I do remember, but it doesn't look like that because that place was like you're in this giant cavern That's looks to be out in the open. No, no, but I mean, I get what you're trying to say, just a long, thin bridge, but there were a lot of no, long, if you thin bridges. If you followed the long, thin bridge and it looks like it's kind of a, a doorway that's completely broken, and then if you look through, there's those green kind of lights that are beaming up, which were from that room that you then had to form the next bridge to go across. Uh, I think it's a stretch, but okay. No, th this is this is the bridge that you had to form um, in the lamplighting section, and then you went through the doorway, and you kept running towards the light at the end. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's the one where if you went in Viz, you could just run past all of them and, yeah. and light yeah. all so the this things is while the your team tried to stay alive. Yeah. First get to in the lamplighting section, and then they've got all the nightmares that are kind of just floating there across that bridge. Yep. And now we have Eris. Oh, yeah. I had to enlarge it to see yeah, the nightmares, sorry. but yeah, I see what you're talking about. And then we have another Eris. I'm going to be upset talking to all these nightmares. She's not upset. Those are her brothers and sisters. She's communing with them to destroy us, don't you? She know? came down with a squad of nine. And then we have a Forsaken nightmare. 
which was this is the um the priest isn't it that we fought at the end of the yeah. forsaken i'm more interested in the very last picture that is crazy what the next picture yeah the big oh, sorry there's more big red angry crota yeah the next one mm-hmm. big red angry crota and it looks like it's actually back on the the, the crota raid section doesn't it where you've yeah. got the eye the, behind his throne world yeah, yeah. No, not let's be honest world. if we're going to be on the moon and they're going to have a new raid I would be overjoyed if it was the Crota Raid. But it's not. I mean, obviously, they would have to change it, you know, to add some of the new nightmares or whatever. But if predominantly it was the Crota Raid, that would be amazing. Just give me a freaking uh, Gallowhorn and let it be. You don't get a Gallowhorn this time. I want my Gallowhorn. Give it to me. Want it, need it, gotta have it. Then they've got a couple of shots of the armor mods that you can put in. And then the... Another shot that I found quite interesting was there's a shot of Fogoth, who was and he was a strike boss, wasn't he? In Destiny One, he was all chained up, down in the pit. Do you remember that, guys? Mm-hmm. I sure do. And the shot that they've kind of got of him looks like he's actually out of his pit. <laughs> he's he's actually out on the surface of the moon, but it's at the altar of sorrow, and it says eliminate the nightmare boss before it sacrifices. Oh, mm. still covered in chains. Also, love whatever gun they're using. I just want to point that out. Then they've got a couple of shots of the rune table. And that if you don't get a gun that you like the roll of, you can take it to the rune table and re-roll it. And then I took a couple of screenshots of... They hovered over a couple of the mods on the... Um, it's called the Lectern of Enhancement. Ooh. Or Enchantment. Lectern of Enchantment. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. A mechanism <laughs> of the occult built by Eris Morn to harness even the most unstable magics. Access the lectern to create gear using nightmare essence and collect bounties. It says to create gear. It doesn't say anything about re-rolling gear. Well, you argue with Luke Smith because that's what he says in the Vidoc. The Vidoc. You think I'm talking I won't? about? No, I know you will. There'll be a respawn rants about Luke Smith's lying. <laughs> the first rule of the Vidoc is we don't talk about the Vidoc. And then you've yes. put this you've put this uh screenshot in of, of Dawn. And yeah, then because and un- I'm dying we're, we're gonna damn the flood and then we're gonna have some sort of fantasy before that. <laughs> and then in Dawn we're gonna have something. There's like a, a single stroke written in I and L maybe a number no, one. No, no, but quite interesting about this is that they've laid out like seasons. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, along a whiteboard. Um, and they've named them The Undying, and Dawn is the next one, season 9. And then you can't kind of read 10. 11 says deleted or something like that. And then if you flick to the next one, underneath Dawn, it says they're going to fix the timeline. And Luke Smith's looking at it intently. Going, no, we aren't. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. He's like, eh, but are we? There? They're looking at that going, is this a good idea? That doesn't seem like What idea. does he say underneath? It says rebuild the something S slash zero thing. Is that right? That's what it looks like to me. Good. Sure. I'm glad we can all agree on that. See, we don't know what we're talking about. So you better go and watch the Vidoc um, and the Houndish video. We don't know what we're talking about, which is why we agreed we weren't going to talk about this, which is why no. I'm confused that we're talking about this. Well, we're about to hit our hour for this week. So thank you for joining us.
right? I do I do find it very interesting that that power level is sitting at 10, 16. A four-digit power level. That's something Destiny's never had before. Yeah. That, well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean as we're sitting at, you know, 800, 900 to basically start this season, it's not far yeah, from Yeah, but there. if you look on the Gate Lord's Eye artifact, when they hover over it, it says the power bonus is 56. Also in the Vidoc that I, I didn't take a <laughs> screenshot of. <laughs> Well then, you, well then you can't talk about it. No, but but what I found interesting was nope. that the nightmares that they mm-hmm. find on the moon suddenly mm-hmm. transform into enemies. Did you see that? Oh no, you didn't see that because you two haven't watched it properly yet. I watched the Vidoc, but I was told we were talking about the screenshots. So I have the screenshots in front of me, not the Vidoc in front of me. You can't. You can't. Talk, Ooh, you, you, burn. you can't say we're not going to talk about the Vidoc and provide screenshots and then not provide a screenshot and talk no, about the Vidoc. He's got you there. We're not talking. We're not going in depth. We're not going to have a three-hour in-depth conversation about each screenshot because we're not oh, the kind not? of people for that. Why aren't we? Because you you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't know. Shoot! Don't 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 make the assumption of thinking you know what I know. We know you you've don't played know. Monster Hunter this week. You haven't actually watched the Vidoc mm-hmm. until now. We know you don't know. Well, you know you don't until know. Until now, it's very strongly worded. I would change that into still happening. <laughs> there you go, then. <laughs> See? <laughs> you can't discuss the Void Up, then. <laughs> and then I did take a couple of pictures of the... They did a Nightfall called The Ordeal, which is... I think it's the higher modifier. Yeah, 759, So, yeah, I think yeah. we covered the other week, didn't we, the different Nightfall levels but then they've actually come out and said what they are so the 950 one is a legend and 980 is the master and mm-hmm. you you see what's interesting about that legend right and what i presume is also the same about the master cool it doesn't say it it doesn't say legendary gear it says exotic gear common mm-hmm. exotic so it looks like we're going back to whole to the whole uh, nightfalls are the only ways you can get some not some exotics but are the best ways to get exotics like it was in D one. Yeah, I wonder but if it'll be a, new exotics a, a, or catch up exotics or a little bit of both. Well, it does say common, so whatever yeah. it is is common, and it might not even be like exotic weapons or armor because underneath it it says enhancement prisms. So maybe for exotic you need to have like an exotic type of material to level it up. Maybe that's what that means. That exotic gear is just materials to level up exotic weapons or armor. I'm just making assumptions. Here. Yeah. I mean, I would that. hope that exotic gear means weapon or armor, but it could also mean just a way to enhance weapons or armor that happens to be exotic. Or maybe it's um, exotics that you currently have in your collection that you can get a higher level that you could then infuse. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not new. It exotics. does say common, yeah. though. I I don't think they yeah. would they would emphasize common if that was the case. I wouldn't have emphasized exotics as common anyway, seeing as they don't drop that much. But anyway, so yeah, we've got enhancement prisms and ascendant shards that are going to be available for legendary, and then master's got the ascendant shards, but they come with a hell of a lot of modifiers. So. As an example, you've got Empath, Champion, Unstoppable, Champion, Barrier. Your equipment is locked. You've got Match Game, Chafe, Champion, Mobs. And I don't even know what the word that is, so I'm going to not say it. But there's something else on the um, Master 
um, modifiers. But it looks like it's going to be uh, Nightfalls are going to go back to being you are going to have to kind of really work hard to get these rewards, especially if you're going to go up to 980. Chafe sounds like the worst modifier ever. I'm sure we had Chafe in Destiny 1. You can move around. You're going to be really uncomfortable, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not chafe. It's chaff, isn't it? Hold on. Chafe, chaff. It all hurts. <laughs> and there's our show title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, dear. So there's a couple of shots of the artifact where they go over the higher end um, mods that you can get out. Uh. Chaff is your 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 radar is disabled, so it's ah. like blackout without the extra punchy stuff. Okay, hmm. there you go. Interesting. And then a couple of the other pictures that they kind of go through, or other things that they discuss in the Vidoc, is the new dungeon. And there's a couple of shots of them going through these big slashy blades and jumping over these swinging lamps. I guess they are, um, and other spike things. And then they do show. I'm not sure whether it's the boss or it looks like it could be a boss. So if you don't want kind of to be spoiled, don't go and watch the Vidoc because it could be like the middle boss that we have in the dungeon at the moment, which is the giant ogre. You know, or it could after be the looking boss. at these, I feel as though if you've seen Indiana Jones and the Temple of uh, Doom, it's basically what this looks like. It'll be all set. There we go. Yeah. And then they kind of there's another couple of shots which are Vex and look like like the um, the Black Garden. So it looks very similar to the area that we had to then go through to the portal um, in one of the, in that last story mission in Destiny One. But they've kind of got these floating discs that look like UFOs that have got lightning coming out of them. Would you kind of mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. concur with that? Is that that kind of yeah, area? It looks like that. that area, but it also looks like those those. If you look in the disc itself, it looks like a different area in that disc. So it looks like those are portals. Oh, okay. Kind of. Cause because look look at look at outside of the disc and look at inside of the disc. Yeah. Those are two different sceneries, you know? Okay. And then there's another shot of uh, this huge Vex portal with lightning. Um and you kind of I think it's the warlock just watching this portal open up in front of him on the moon. And I think what drops down from them is the Vex that have got all kind of the leaves and the trees growing out of them. Stepped into the war with the Vex, Vex on the moon. Hmm. <laughs> and then there's another couple of shots of it looks to be very nice green grass and trees. Right up until and then, we destroy so it. I was just saying, like, this, yeah. this, look, this looks a lot like the Black Garden area on Mars. This green, this greenery landscape looking thing. Yeah. I mean, it could be the raid, or it could be, you know, tied into the Vex offensive, which is similar yep. to what we, you know, with the menagerie kind of stuff. I think we're done for this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a couple of um, tips, trips, and guides for you guys. There you go. What? You go. Oh my god! But tips, tricks, and guides—all three. Yes. So many. Right. Hopefully, we won't go to robot. So our friend Cheese Forever has quite a few videos this week that I recommend you go and watching. There is a bad luck protection for the Reckoning. If you go and do a tier three and don't get a drop, go back and do a tier two 
and you're mo more than likely guaranteed because of the bad luck protection to get a spare rations because it's in the lower loot pool. He's also got the video where it shows you the five time damage bush with the Yotun. That's an interesting one to watch if you want to try and do that. He's also got a video for the bright dust farm with the bounty notes. So if you're trying to get enough bright dust for buying stuff in Shadowkeep, that's something you can do this week. He also has a video where he goes over all the reward levels for the battle pass that we're getting. So he goes into detail about each one for the free track and the premium track. And he's also got an exotic farming and key hoarding video in preparation for 2.0. And what that is, basically, you can go on the Leviathan and do the raid. If your inventory is filled up, stuff will go to the postmaster. Because if the keys that you get from the Leviathan go into your inventory, they get deleted each week. But people have found that if you store it in your postmaster, it stays there. And what you can do is take those keys out and you're guaranteed an exotic after I think it's two or three chest opens on the Leviathan. Cool guy has seven weapons that you can farm or do quests for before Shadowkeep that he recommends that you could use. Our new friend EK has a subsistence breakdown quad roll suggestion video for menagerie and reckoning weapons that you can get the subsistence perk on so that's worth a watch he's also got a god roll video for the pev version of the or stringer again i think it is the subsistence and rampage and in the video he shows you how he uses it and he goes through a lost sector and doesn't have to reload another interesting video if you are going to be doing farming and like material building for the next week ethereal spiral farming from the tangled shore because it's one of those um, materials that you kind of have to go and do the farming for, then this is worth watching because there is a ghost that you can pull out of your collections. I think if you bought the Forsaken Collection Edition, you can get this ghost, which comes guaranteed rolled for Tangled Shore, and it will give you extra materials. So that's worth a watch. Fallout Plays has a top 10 before Shadowkeep basically his top 10 version of weapons that he thinks that you might be able to get or use going into Shadowkeep. And he also has a one minute guide for the farming of the spare ration. So with that coming up next week, you've got likeness of Oryx again. So you've got spare rations, bug out bag and outlast pulse rifle that you can get this week. And that's from tier two. The tier three rewards are the gnawing hunger auto rifle and the Doomsday Grenade Launcher. Get your auto rifle. Get lots of them, keep them, use them all the time. Which was the role that you recommended again, Parody? Oh, that would be the curated role with your overflow and something else that I have to look up. Really, any, anything on that gun is good. Swashbuckler is amazing. Demolition is just fun. Rampage. Rampage is always good times. It's Overflow and, yeah, Overflow and Rampage and Appended Mag. And, yeah, that's the sweeter business. We call that the sweeter business because you can have 112 bullets if you if you slap a uh, Appended Mag mod in there. In, or, I'm sorry, back a Mag mod in there with the Appended Mag. 112 bullets of void, sweet void goodness. That's all you need. <laughs> so, yeah, if it drops curated, you could trash the rest of them. They really just keep them all. Just use gnawing hungers all the time. Okay. And then Cami Cakes also has a couple of videos this week that are worth looking at. He has one on the Ether Doctor. Now, this is a kinetic auto rifle, and it's the only one of its type 
in the kinetic slot, which is a 600 RPM. And you can farm it. And you can, but, but why would you? Because with the buff to auto rifles, he recommends that this is a good one to get. That's why he's pointing it out. It's also a good alternative to the raid one that you can get. Um, and it's consistently farmable. So he also shows you where you can farm the weapon and what roles you want to look for. And he also says you don't want to forget about the um, Better Devil's Hand Cannon because it comes with you can get it with max range and explosive payload or explosive rounds. So that's worth keeping an eye out for. Plus, we'll also link the Bungie Vidoc, the Houndish breakdown video of the Vidoc. So there you go. Now you have all the tips and tricks, and you can run your Ether Doctor with your gnawing hunger, with your brand new machine gun with a buck in it, and just have all the bullets. Doesn't matter if you're good with the bullets. If you have more bullets than everybody else, that's all you need. Oh, and it's triple valor and triple infamy this week, isn't it, for the last week? I believe it is. It absolutely is. There you go. So if you're not doing your farming or trying to wrap up what quests you can do, you've got that. Plus, the last video that I can recommend for anybody that's new or anybody that's existing in Destiny that just kind of isn't sure on some things. Um, Sweaticles has an ultimate new player guide for new light players basically coming in. And he covers every single thing that you kind of need to know. And some of the information is stuff that you kind of know about and some stuff is really good tips and tricks for existing guardians it's about 40 minutes long but if you want to watch something for getting into shadow keep then i recommend going and watching it because it's kind of literally everything you kind of need to know so if you've got a friend that's joining you for shadow keep or coming in now just preparing for shadow keep definitely point them in the direction of this video and it'll be in our show notes now i'm definitely done that's it that's the only one are you sure yes how sure are you on a scale of one to it's time to go it's time to go it is time to go and with that we're gone poof we can thank you for joining us your titans have been parody and night demon your hunter is no one responds in real life our warlocks still missing out in the field somewhere not wearing their helmets in space so probably dead your email is two titans at a hunter at hotmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. You can go to the Facebook page or the Instagram and look at our pretty pictures and give us all your likes and your love. You could join the Frozen Clan or could you go join the Guardian Hub or go join Biohazardous Pickle, which we talked about last week and then Respawn completely forgot about us talking about last week. So go listen to the podcast, know that he was there and commented on it and then completely forgot about it days later. You can find your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live or possibly PC. Watch the show on YouTube, especially this week as we put up, put up all the pictures that we were talking about because it's great audio content. Listen to the show on Podcoin, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you can find lovely links to our soothing British and non-British voices. And until next week, kids, let's go out there and shoot people in the face. Goodbye. Bang, bang, bang. Pew. Yeah, so I'll be in Sarasota this week, so that'll be a good first picture you can do. Oh, daggone, I just gave away where I was going to be. be in a mini soda this week. So if anyone knows where a no. mini soda could be located Sarah in America. No, no, no. Mini soda is way further north. That's where that's where the record. Oh, I thought live. you said a mini soda. No, no. Yeah. no, no. Mini soda. I'll be in Sarasota. 
Minnesota is is where the king of the north lives. Sarasota is where some lady named Sarah is, and she gives you beverages. It's very different. Uh, I guarantee. I guarantee. If you look it up, there's probably a city named Minnesota somewhere in the world. There's also a state <laughs> named Minnesota. There's a state. The... Yeah, I was gonna say there there's go. a state called Minnesota. <laughs> Welcome back to Americans explaining America to other Americans. Thank you, caller, right. for your call today. 